Welcome to Maranatha Teaching Podcast. I'm your host, Femi Fenoyo. Please have your seat, grab your Bible, open to the book of James chapter 5. James chapter 5, verse 13. In the three services today, we will be talking in one form or the other, or maybe discussing. I'll be talking around the Bible. But this morning, I want to talk about the fact that the Bible is a book of reality. That the Bible is a book of what? Reality. James chapter 5. We are going to read from verse 13 all the way down to verse 18. Then we will read verse 17 in other translation as the Lord help us. James chapter 5 from verse 13. Is any among you afflicted? Let him what? Let him pray. Is any merry? Let him sing psalms. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have, if he have committed sin, they shall be forgiven him. Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that you may be healed. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man, of a righteous woman, availeth much. Elijah or Elias was a man, what? Subject to like passion. And that verse is going to be very, very important for us. Elijah was a man subject to like passion as we are. And he prayed earnestly that it might not rain. And it rained not on the earth by the space of three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth brought forth what? Her fruit. So that is what we are going to be dealing with today. But you know, the truth is that all of us, reality will hit us one time or the other. If you are not already living in your reality, reality about your life, reality about your family, reality about job, reality about your children, reality, reality, reality. People talk about reality check. You know, it's unfortunate today that people are living in cuckoo land, in fantasy land, you know, in the, in the realm of Facebook sharing, in the realm of selfie, where we project something, where we want people to see us certain way. You know, one of the things I like about Reverend Amosun is that I watch him online and he said, this one is making noise. <laughs> you know, there are some churches they've sanitized it so much, it is not real. Everything is sanitized. One of the things I like about your service is that it's so authentic. It's so authentic. There's no, we are not brushing it. I mean, don't misunderstand me, you want to be excellent. Is somebody listening to me? But you also, you don't want to be so excellent that you are fake. You want to be authentic, you want to be, you want to be real. But we are living in a world now where people live in fantasy world, where we brush it, we paint it, before we paste it or post it. But the truth is that sooner or later, we will wake up to reality. Is somebody listening to me? But what I want you to see today is that your Bible is a book of reality. I mean, when reality hits us, we don't look for all those 
fictional books that we have been reading, all those Bollywood and Hollywood and Nollywood fantasy island that we have been spending hours and hours and hours upon. When reality hits, we reach out for people. We reach out for things that we know that can help us. You know, I'm always surprised when Christians face reality and they count it as something that is not expected. The Lord Jesus says, in the world, you will have tribulation. The psalmist said, even though I pass through the valley of the shadow of the death, I will fear no evil. The Bible says, if you pass, not when you pass. I, I, I don't know why, how we read our Bible and we actually forget about this. You don't go to a school and pass out of school without doing exam. There, there will be challenges, there will be bump on the way. Do you, do, you, do you remember that usually you put bombs on, on the road where people usually get accident? That's the way they do it in UK. In a road that people run too much and get accident, they put bombs there. The bombs are not there to stop you. They are there to help you. They are there to help you to, to drive safely and to get to where you are going safely. Is someone listening to me? The Bible is a book of reality. Let me say it another way. The Bible was written by people that were living in their own reality. The Bible was written to people that were living in their own reality. They, are not, they were not living in a monastery somewhere. They were living in reality. It was written by people that were written in reality. Some of these people that wrote the Bible, they were in prison. They were facing some challenges, but they wrote the Bible. They wrote the Bible out of the crucible of what they were passing through. Most of the letters that Paul wrote to the churches were written from the prison. You remember when you go to the book of Corinthians, it talks about the fact that he was beaten. He suffered shipwreck. I mean, look at the book of Corinthians. It was talking to people that were passing through realities. When you read the scripture, there are wars, there are sweat, there are pain, there were challenges, but there were victories. There were courage, there were peace. There were men and women that know their God and they were strong and do exploit. When you read through the book of Hebrews chapter 11, you will see men and women that the Bible says that they receive God's recommendation because they walk by faith. It's about listening to me. I mean, the Lord Jesus said, I will build my church. And the next thing he put against it is the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Why didn't you just say, I will build my church and I will take you to Bahamas, where we will just enjoy forever? No. The next thing he said is, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. You know, unfortunately, oftentimes when we read the Bible, we separate the Bible from reality. We read our Bible as a once upon a time type of story. We read the Bible as, as if it was written in a fantasy land. And that is why when you cancel people, they say, Pastor, let's talk about reality. <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of like, I understand, Pastor, that you can shout and jump in church, but this is reality. No, you stop that. This is reality. The Bible. The problem oftentimes is that we have preached it. 
We have, we are, and I want to say we, I want to put myself among them. Sometimes we have preached it as if we are here to entertain, to put on a show. You come and watch a show. And then when you get out of here, you can go and live your own reality. No. The Bible is a book of reality. The Bible connects us to reality. And that is why I've taken you to that James chapter 5, verses 13 to 18, because I want to show you a couple of things in this place. All right, let's go back to James chapter 5, and let's just look at one or two things there. James chapter 5. You know, there are three things he said that plug us into reality straight away. Look at it now. Verses 13 and 14. Is any man among you afflicted? Is any merry? Is any sick? That is reality. Is somebody listening to me? Afflicted, merry, sick. I mean, you can extend that list. But I want you to understand that when he mentioned that afflicted, Mary sick. Let's look at the word afflicted. In the original language of the scripture, that word afflicted means somebody that is undergoing hardship. Is anyone afflicted? Hardship. It also means to suffer or endure evil or troubles. Is anyone suffering or enduring hardship or trouble? That is reality. The Bible knows that there will be people in church that will be enduring hardship. Then Mary. Many of us are Mary. The Bible knows that there will be people that are marrying in the church. Mary means to be of good spirit. To be cheerful. To have a joyful spirit. Afflicted. Mary. He said, is anyone sick? Yes, the sickness there is talking about physical sickness, but it's much more than that. It means to be weak, to be feeble, to be without strength, to be powerless, to be needy, and to be poor. All those things are wrapped together in that word, sick. I want you to see those three words. They are reality. James was writing to people that were facing realities. Do you understand that he didn't ignore the reality? You understand that? He didn't ignore it. He didn't overlook the reality. What he did was to bring a truth that trumped the reality. You know, in our good old King James Bible, when you read the book of Romans, he said, Abraham, not considering his own body now dead, that is a wrong translation. The right translation says, Abraham, even when he considered that his body is dead, but he believed in God. Faith is not ignoring the reality. Your faith is not about what you ignore. Your faith is about what you confess. It's about what you believe. It's not primarily about what you are doing without. Now, what you believe will help you to do without. But if first of all, who you believe, what you believe, that then affects you. Afflicted, merry, and sick. The reason why I want you to see that is that I want you to notice that he was writing to people that were living realities. 
Then he then said that, let, let me go back to that. Then he then went down, and I like the way he said it here. He said in verse 17, he said, Elijah was a man subject to like passion as we are. Can we have that in New Living Translation, please? Do we have New Living Translation? Or whatever translation we have. Okay. And by the way, I didn't bring my glasses, so I would have to, <laughs> to move closer. He said, Elijah was what? Elijah was as human. You see, the problem is that we read these people and we think that they are Marvel heroes. You know, they have superpowers in themselves. The Bible says, wait, Elijah was as human. Now, some of you are finding that difficult to believe. Let that enter into your spirit. Elijah, Paul, Moses were human. And by the, word, by the way, he's trying to tell you their weakness. He was going to tell you the exploit that Elijah did. That is what he was going to tell us. But he said, let us lay a foundation. Elijah did not experience what he experienced because he was a superman. Or because he was a super girl. Or because he was Spider-Man or Spider-Woman or whatever else. Or maybe, I don't know, <laughs> cricket man or something. He said, understand this, Elijah was human. And just so that you don't misunderstand, you may say, well, it's a woman at another level. Mm. Elijah was as human as we are. Yet, we will come to the, to the yet in a second. So understand that. You are not going to get to heaven and say, and God said, why didn't you do what I told you today? Say, God, Lord, I'm, 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 just, I'm just human. Well, Elijah was human. <laughs> Rebbe Amosu is human. I am human. I mean, if you don't think I'm human, I'm sweating already. <laughs> I must be human. You understand? Elijah was a man subject to like passion as we are. The Bible says you know, in the original translation of the scripture, it means to be similarly affected. It means to suffer like you do. It means that he has the same feeling. He also doubted. Abraham, the father of faith, was also a father of doubt. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? He doubted. Sarah, our mother in the faith, she loved. Is someone listening to me? It means that he was suffering the same thing or being affected in the same manner as we are. In other words, he was a mere man. He was subject to the same weaknesses. He was subject to the same infirmities. They also faced challenges. We read about these people. We think they wake up in the morning and they say, praise the Lord. <laughs> Today is the day that the Lord has made. No, they, Elijah woke up some days and said, Lord, what's happening? Where are you, Lord? You see, we think that all these prophets, they just woke up in the morning and they say, Shabolo, Shabala, Shabala, just say the Lord. Sometimes they go for weeks without any prophecy. We think that they just have a button somewhere, they press it and just say the Lord. And this is where I am very, very cautious about people that can give you prophecy. Say, come and line up. I want to give you prophecy today. I like prophecy. I prophesy today. 
but it's not by your human engineer. The Bible says that Elijah was a mere man. He was subject to weaknesses. He was subject to affliction just as we are. But the second part is where I'm going. But he also mentioned three things we need to do. He said, let them pray. Let them sing psalm. And let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Please listen to me very well. The same tools that was available to great heroes of faith, that same tools, in fact, greater tools are available to you. I mean, Elijah didn't have the New Testament. Elijah didn't have the cross of Jesus. Elijah had the Holy Spirit come upon him. You have the Holy Spirit in you. Elijah didn't have the pastors, the teachers, the prophets, the apostles, and the evangelists. You do. I'll say that again. The same tools that these people have. We've talked about the reality. The same tools that they have, that they use to overcome their reality, you and I have the same tools. Maybe what we don't have, or maybe what we should develop, is to develop their commitment. Is to develop their desire. Is to develop their hunger. To plug in with God and say, God, if you don't help me, then nobody else will. To say, God, if I perish, I perish, but I will follow you. Or to say, God, if you don't save me, then I will, I will perish like the three Hebrew children. Our God is able to deliver us, but if he doesn't, we will not serve you. Is someone listening to me? Let him pray, the Bible says. Let them sing psalms, the Bible says. He said, let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of Jesus. Now, I'm not going to go through the three of them. Pray, sing psalm. And you do a lot of that here. In fact, until I started watching your live stream, I didn't know that Ramosu can sing. Amen. I was, the first time I saw him singing, I said, wow. That, that was fantastic. Amen. Let them pray. Let them sing some. But let's, let's go to the other one. He said, is any singer among you? He said, call the elder of the church. Let them pray over him. You can see, listen, there are, there are spiritual tools. There are spiritual operations that God has given us that we can use to superimpose on the situation in which we find ourselves. We have talked about the fact that we live in reality, but we have a greater reality. The Bible called it truth. The Lord Jesus said, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciple indeed, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. I believe that is John 8, 32. The truth will set you free. But let's look at this last part of it. Let them pray over him. What? Anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. I'm talking about the Bible is a book of reality. I want to pick this phrase because unfortunately this is what we've done with the scripture. That verse, we have laid emphasis on the anointing oil. The anointing oil. And then we have become Babalawo and Yalawo and we are carrying anointing bottle. Is somebody listening to me? 
But that is not actually the focus of that verse. He said, is any sick? Let them pray over him. Let's pray over him. And let them anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. Now we have placed the, this is the reason why the word of God, we have made the word of God of no effect. Even for the people that come to church, we have turned the word of God into a gimmick. We have turned the word of God into a formula. Press, you know, if you need coffee, press one. <laughs> if you need, listen to me. We have placed the emphasis somewhere else. We have placed the emphasis in the anointing oil. Actually, let them anoint him with oil was something that was common in those days. Is someone listening to me? So when he said, go and anoint the fellow with oil, there was nothing new about that. That is what they do in those days. Because they believe that anointing somebody with oil have medicinal value. Is someone listening to me? It was a common practice in those days. It was a common cultural practice in those days that when people are sick, the elders of the city will go there and they will anoint them with oil. But what is happening here is not the oil, it's the way you use the oil. Is someone listening to me? But that tells me something, and please listen very well. That tells me something that God does not often, okay, let me put it this, let me put it positively. Oftentimes God walks through godly cultural thing that we already have on the floor. God does not dismantle everything. Say we have come to church, so we are not going to go to school, we are not going to go to work. No. There are things in the culture. God builds culture. God does not dismantle culture unless if that culture is against the revelation of the word of God. So God knew that people already anoint people with oil. Is someone listening to me? But God said, don't do it like the world will do it. You will go to work just like the world. You will open up your shop just like the world. But do it in the name of the Lord. Your children will go to the same school. Your wife will go to the same market. You are going to travel on the same road like everybody else. You are going to drive the same car. I mean, in UK our roads are very good, but I didn't bring the road here. I have to travel in Nigeria, and by the way, you guys have very good road here. <laughs> I was telling my brother, only if we can take all this road and take them to Lagos. <laughs> Is someone listening to me? He said, let them anoint him or her in the name of the Lord. Do it in the name of the Lord. What does it mean to do something in the name of somebody else? You do it as their representative. You do it according to their bidding. You do it in response to their instruction. You remember what Peter said? He said, Master, we have toiled all night long and we caught nothing. And then Jesus told him to do exactly the same thing he did. But there's a difference here. Initially he was doing it as a fisherman. Now he's still doing it. You understand that? If Jesus asked me to cast my net and I want to throw the net, it may probably fall inside the boat because I don't know how to throw the net. You understand that Peter still needs to use his skill as a fisherman. 
Jesus didn't say, I will throw the net. Jesus said, you throw the net because you can do that. I will set a table before you in the presence of that, your enemy. But he didn't say, I will feed you. You will have to eat. Is someone listening to me? Peter said, look, we've toiled all night long. We caught nothing but at thy word. That's what, that is meant to do something in his name. But at your word, I will cast down the dead. And then something different happened. Why? Because he was doing it in the name of the Lord. What about Peter? And I know you have teaching about this recently. Peter walked on water. Human don't walk on water. Why did Peter walk on water? Because he did that how? In the name of the Lord. He did it in the name of the Lord. Listen, what makes the hero of faith the hero of faith is not because of who they are, it's because, but it is because they were responding to God. You remember the story of Joshua and Caleb? Twelve spies were sent. Listen to me, all of them saw the same thing. They saw the giants. They saw the same thing, but do you understand that Joseph, I mean, Joshua and Caleb, they didn't ignore the giants. They said, they agreed there were giants there. But, but they said the Lord is with us. Yes, we can see. What about David when he went against God? I'm talking about in the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord. What about David when he went to fight Goliath? He saw Goliath. He saw that Goliath was tall. In fact, if he didn't see, they reminded him. <laughs> Just in case if he didn't know that Goliath was, they reminded him. But David said, don't worry. I will fight him. And Goliath said, I'm going to kill you, blah, blah, blah. David said, you came against me with sword and with shield. He said, but I come against you in the name of the Lord. As we begin to round up, the question is, do you know his name? The Bible says that they that know your name will put their trust in you. They that know your name, they will put their trust in you. And this is what fellowship, this is what the Bible is all about. And I will round up. Listen to me. When God called us, God has called us to be with him. To know him. To walk. That was, that was God's intention in the garden. God put them in the garden. God will come in the cool of the day and God will have fellowship with them. The Lord Jesus, what was the secret? Here was God in our midst. The Bible says he will set time apart. He will go and have communion with God. In studying the scripture. And the Bible says they that wait upon the Lord, they will renew their strength. Please stand up on your feet. So what I'm saying here this morning is that the Bible is a book of reality. But that there are provisions going back to Joshua and Caleb. They, they said the Lord is with us. They are bred unto us because God is on our side. The Bible says that greater is he that is in you 
than he that is in the world. But you see, the thing is, I can quote that verse until I'm blue in the face. You see, he said the prayer of faith. The Bible says in the book of James, back to the book of James, said the gospel, he said the God, in fact, let's read that. Let's read that before we go. Keep standing. I know you are standing. The Bible says that a gospel was preached unto them. As, no, that is the book of Hebrews, sorry. He said the gospel was preached unto them, Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2. For unto us was the gospel preached as well unto, unto them. But the word preached did not profit them what? Not being mixed with faith. So you and I come, we listen, we go back, we meditate, we pray upon the word of God until it's a reality. Faith gives evidence to things we cannot see. We sincerely invite you to check out our teachings on YouTube Maranatha Teaching Channel. They will bless you. Thank you.